series of reflections on on parables and i think it strikes me again coming to parables that you can hear passages that you've you've heard so many times before and you you sort of think you think you have a handle on and then every time you come and look at them in depth there are always new things that that you hear and that uh, and that you take away from them and i i think that's been very much the case with this parable as, as you know with all the ones we've looked at so the parable that we're going to be looking at today is uh, the parable of the persistent widow or is it sometimes called the the parable of the widow and the unjust judge and although it's, it's quite a short parable it, it draws upon a lot of the key themes that run through Luke's gospel things like the importance of prayer uh, like social justice and um, a sort of interest in in the stories of, of, of women and their encounters in their lives so I'm going to start off just by, by reading it and the reference is Luke chapter 18 uh, 1 to 8 uh, so I'll just leave a moment so if anyone who wants to look, look it up and follow it along, it's Luke 18, 1 to 8. And the version that I'll be reading from is the New Revised Standard Version. So the parable of the widow and the unjust judge. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God, grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So there are two key characters for us to have a look at in this parable. The first one that we've got is this, this judge. Uh, so somebody who's got a great deal of power and influence over the lives of others. And also someone that's been specifically given the role of upholding justice, but who's clearly abusing uh, his position. So he's referred to as being uh, unjust. And at several times, we're told that he neither feared God nor had respect for people. And then in sort of complete contrast to that, we have this character of a widow. And in sort of gospel times, there would have been some widows who were fortunate enough to have inherited money or, or property. But actually, in the majority of cases, the life of a widow was one of hardship and, and poverty. We've got someone here who, who has very little power or, or agency over their own lives. And actually, references to the challenges that widows face appear all throughout both the Old Testament and the New Testament. And I think we can see something of their vulnerability in the fact that when we look at the Jewish law, they made special provision for the protection and and well-being of widows along with uh, orphans and and other groups were really disadvantaged not that this was likely to hold sway over a judge that we're told has no respect for people and and no fear of god so uh, on the one hand when we look at this parable we can see it as uh, a message about the importance of persevering in prayer and about continually coming to god with our, our concerns and with our hopes even in situations that seem uh, quite unhopeful and the first verse of, of the parable so sort of sets set that up for us it frames us when it says 
Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. So seen in this light, uh, this parable is, is similar to another one that appears uh, in Luke chapter 11, where there's a man who, who has an unexpected guest in the middle of the night and tries to borrow bread from his neighbor and knocks on the door in the middle of the night and perseveres and perseveres until his neighbor gives in and gives him some bread. And this one's quite similar. And I think in both situations, we're, we're being encouraged to compare the response of the person who, for want of a better word, is being tested uh, with how God might receive our prayers when we come to him. So for this particular parable that we're looking at, if even an unjust judge, someone who has no fear of God and no respect of people, is spurred into action by the constant pleas of this widow, then how much more responsive will God be, a loving God be, to our prayers when we come to him? And so we can see, and I think it's in verse six, and the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. This parable fits really well alongside a whole series of lessons that Luke provides uh, that look at the importance of prayer and also the way that we're to approach prayer. And actually, if you keep reading through in chapter 18, the next section uh, is, is another parable that, that talks a bit about how we come to God in prayer in terms of the of our hearts. However, I, I personally think that there's more to this parable than, than, than just that. When I read, read through this, I think there's also a really important message about the power of faith to transform lives uh, through building God's kingdom in the world around us. And I sort of mentioned earlier that God's kingdom is a theme that comes through a lot in Luke's gospel. And in essence, uh, it's a resetting of the world the way it was meant to be. It's what the world looks like when God's will is followed. And Luke is keen to point out all the way through his gospel that it's open to all, particularly those who uh, maybe ordinary society leaves behind. So in God's kingdom, the power structures that we find in, in our ordinary lives are turned upside down. So if we look back to say something like the Sermon on the Mount, we've got, we've got talk of the oppressed being lifted up. Uh, the, the, those who are chained being set free, the, the poor being blessed, and uh, those who, who have been driven out, given a real chance to rejoice. So I think there's something here in the vision of God's kingdom that puts justice right at the heart. And it's that sort of sense of the importance of justice that comes through in this parable as well, and that it's a word that appears in numerous times. And it's actually a desire for justice that causes the widow to approach the judge in the first place. She doesn't say, you know, I want to get my way. I want victory. She says, I want justice. I want what is right. So yes, I think this parable is, is emphasizing the importance of constancy in prayer uh, and bringing things to God, all things to God, all the time to God in prayer. But I think it also encourages us to seek the kingdom of God and to act in the face of injustice bringing our prayers to God and trusting him to listen and respond to them, even in situations that seem uh, as unequal and as void of hope as maybe a vulnerable widow turning up to petition a, a powerful and authoritative judge. And I think one of the really interesting things about this parable is that the judge doesn't change throughout the whole story. He doesn't suddenly have uh, a change of heart. He doesn't repent. He doesn't see the error of his ways. 
he's still the same person at the end of it. He he still has no respect for people or for God. And, and it tells us that that he says, though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may, she may not wear me out by continually coming. And I, I was reading that in somewhere the original language makes it, it refers to something like, um, so that she will not give me a black eye. And this kind of sense of being repeatedly pummeled by, by the widow's um, request for justice. So I think there's something there about God's will and the way of justice triumphing under the most challenging of circumstances. Finally, I think it's also worth taking a, a chance to, to pay some attention to the last line of the parable, where we said, and yet when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? And Luke's gospel provides us with quite a few examples of Jesus having encounters with people who, who possibly have the type of faith that he's talking about when he asks this question. And what's interesting is that a lot of those encounters are with people that society has shunned as being uh, unclean or having no value. I mean, we have the bleeding woman who's healed because she reaches out and touches Jesus' cloak. We have the blind beggar who's received sight. There's the sinful woman in Luke chapter 7 who anoints Jesus' feet. And in all of these cases, Jesus responds by saying, your faith has saved you. In the same way, we, we could look at the widow from this parable that we're looking at this evening and saying, well, what can she tell us about what it means to, to live out faith? Well, perhaps we could say that her example encourages us not only to be prayerful, but also to, to be aware of injustice in the world around us, to yearn for God's will, to yearn for his kingdom, and to demand change. And at every step of that, taking our petitions to God uh, prayerfully in, in hope and in faith that, that he will respond. And I think that's exactly what Telford Minster are doing when you're prayerfully supporting the work of the International Justice Mission. And the widow in this parable has no one to advocate for her. You know, she has to go there herself without anyone to stand beside her and argue her case. And I think the work of organizations um, like the IGM is so important because they recognize the need for justice and the need to support others in their pleas for justice. Um, so on that note, <laughs> I will hand back and we can hear more about the great work that they do.